0: This episode presented by Carolina Sports Studio.
1: Welcome to the 2024 first iteration of Behind the Beard WNC. This is a podcast that you may have forgotten about at this point since it's been so long, but it's a bunch of guys that get together. We're friends and we banter about mostly sports, high school sports in the area, but it literally can go off the rails at any time and talk about any topic that comes up. And uh, it's for our entertainment. We hope you're entertained too, but if you're not, there's other options and we know that. And one thing I've got to say is, my gosh, guys, you all have gotten much uglier since I last saw you. Just look at Mike, for example. Wow. Did <laughs> thanks, that Where did you find that shirt? I mean, uh, it's just, wow. It's terrible, isn't it? Golly. Oh
2: my are, you, are you letting the beard grow back out a little bit?
0: I, so I accidentally cut it too short. Okay. <laughs> and now I'm letting it grow back out. It takes a little time. Yeah. But you're old. yeah it's, it's okay. coming back it's, out.
3: T- it takes just be patient, Mike. It'll get there.
0: And Peach fuzz over here's <laughs> got the mustache going yeah. on.
2: He's like 25 years old. He's still waiting for it to grow in. <laughs> exactly, Mike. Just be patient.
3: <laughs> nice mustache.
0: <laughs> do you have an adult film uh, career ahead of you? <laughs> no, no, no. Um
3: but I do uh I like the mustache. I think I'm going to
2: roll with it for a little bit.
3: Indeed. I've gotten a lot of, I've gotten more compliments today on it than um, I've ever gotten on any facial hair or anything time I've ever looked the other way. Was, so, it, was
2: it all from old women?
3: It was actually older men.
0: Oh <laughs> wow perfect. Behind, Carson from behind the mustache.
3: Yes you heard it here first.
1: So yeah you know we have what football season ends up Hickory goes on to win the 3A title. Uh, what was it Weddington that took down the 4A was that right? That is great so. by a lot. Yeah yeah I don't remember it's been so long what, what happened a 1A by. and the 2A. Did Reedsville win? They
0: the, did. They two A. Yeah. Yep. The West
2: won all four. Wow, good showing for the West. Indeed. Awesome. But yet their representation in the bowl games wasn't like that good, right?
0: Yeah. So the well, the West there's good representation because you know you got Charlotte's in the West. Oh, far yeah. West. Yeah. Never a lot of representation from up here.
2: Right now. But we also got we got beaten the East West game. We did. We did. And we got and we lost the North Carolina South Carolina Shrine Bowl, right? We did.
0: Yeah. Double whammy. Yep. Yeah. No. Let's be honest though. I think a lot of the some of the top players aren't playing there. Right. It's just another uh, chance yeah. to get hurt. It's just like
2: all the college bowl games now, except right. for the three.
0: <laughs> except for the big ones, everybody yeah. everybody's like, eh, no thanks.
3: Yeah, but you know this is last year, and the next year it will be fixed, right? I think that
0: only halfway because it, those bowls, yeah, but it, all the other bowls with like uh, the smaller schools. I mean, they're still gonna be.
2: But I would say a lot of the smaller schools they don't have that many sit outs, right? I think no, I
3: there's sit outs. There's sit outs and all of because the smaller but it, schools but it ain't like
2: seventeen on the team sitting out.
0: That's like no, Florida State. Yeah, Florida no, State.
3: correct. It's not that many. It's like their best five players because those five players are either going are to going, big D one. Going to big power five or whatnot. But um but no, the bowls, I at least there will be a few more competitive bowl games, but no, it won't be you know, the Duke's Mayo bowl won't be a um everybody will not be playing for Right, games. right.
0: Is that not the nastiest thing, getting mayonnaise dumped cannot, on you at yeah, the end? It makes yeah. me want to throw up. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I would much rather win the Cheese it Bowl or the Pop-Tart Bowl.
3: Yeah, I always thought the PlayStation Bowl would be fun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like getting like Nintendo 64 Bowl. I mean, I... Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's much better than getting mayonnaise dumped on your head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a dream of yours. No. Oh, okay. I don't mind eating mayonnaise, but I, mm. it's got to be You know, awesome. I didn't
3: eat it for probably you know till a couple years ago so 20 some years Do you remember ago. the first time you ate it? No, I don't. I th- actually I will say the first time uh was probably by accident. I didn't know it was on the sandwich.
0: Nice. So <laughs> So a little bit of sad news out of West North Carolina. Boyce Deeds passed away. Anybody at this table even know who that is? I did not. I did not either. I didn't figure you did cuz Pat's new to the area and the other two are a little young but uh he was the head coach at Swain High School, guys. He won nine state championships out there. Wow. So that's pretty impressive. He won two as a player in 65 and 66, and then uh, he became the head coach of Swain in 77 and won state championships in 79, 85, 88, 89, and 90. Wow. He was helped. He was helped. He had a pretty good quarterback for a few of those years. You might have heard of him, Heath Shuler. Was that the three back to back to back? Yes, I believe it was. You know, Heath Shuler played at Tennessee and then for the Redskins. Yes. So uh, he was two hundred and eighteen and seventy two and two in his career. So that's that's a pretty good record. That's real
3: good. That's very very good.
0: Um, The Swains football field is named after him, and he was also the coach at Smoky Mountain for two years, ninety seven to ninety nine. So awesome! There you go. Quite a run, yeah. Quite a run. That is, yeah. that is. That's
3: sad. Hate to hear that. Yeah, I, sad news. But what a what a um, coaching legend! Absolutely. What a resume. I mean, resume. Yeah, that's that's a lot of wins, a lot of championships, and um, obviously he probably impacted some lives along the way.
0: How many? How many uh, high school coaches can say they've won seven state championships as a coach? Not many. I don't think there's many. No, no. Unless, uh, like, maybe Reedsville's coach, maybe Shelby's oh, Shelby, coach. Shelby. Yeah, Sh- yeah Sh- Those two, but yeah, that's that's what's wild.
3: How good is Reed? Has Reidsville always been like a power? Yeah, have they
0: forever? At least
2: like twenty years,
0: right? And yeah.
3: so they have more. Do they have more state championships than Shelby?
0: Or they do? Yeah, they do. Okay, okay. But it's close. And if you uh, read those two on message boards, they like to argue who has the better dynasty. <laughs> okay,
3: who would you say, Mike?
0: Well, Breezeville has more championships.
3: Is twenty nine right? Do you think it's that many?
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: I thought like I heard like that number, and it just sounded so outlandish that I was just like, that can't be the same. It's true. Same sport. We can't be talking the same
2: sport. It's it's pretty wild. How far back do they track that? What did they start like fifties? I, I think, think so. I think it's like fifties. You can go back and look. Mm-hmm. Wow, so that's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, I mean yeah. that's back when Pat was playing high school football, yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly. You know, that leather helmet. Well, that I mean if you good. think.
2: So like seventy years tracking, they've won twenty nine.
1: That's I
2: mean,
0: that's that's a lot.
3: Yeah. That's a high clip <laughs> <Dang. That's, laughs> Is that what is
0: that what y'all are doing over there at Inca Baseball?
3: Um, that's what we're building towards. We just haven't we haven't got to the D in the dynasty yet. Are
2: or, you are you gonna beat uh, T C this year?
3: We expect to. <laughs>
2: Heck yeah. You heard it first too. You heard it here yeah. first.
3: If we beat TC, I called it. And if not, then uh, I was talking about next year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I can't remember a year, guys, where um, so many Western North Carolina coaches leaving, jumping around, doing other things. Yeah, we got a circus out here. L- yeah, a little bit of a surprise,
1: and at the college level too. I mean, that's crazy what's been going on with coaching.
3: That is very true. college, professional. I mean, it is West North Carolina. We've joked uh, that you know the coaching carousel has trickled down to the high school athletics here in West North Carolina because. There are some um, coaching moves, Mike. What we, what were some big ones that we had?
0: Well, as you guys remember, Pisgah's coach, uh, Brett Chappell, 10 years there, went 94 and 39, resigned. Yeah. Wow. And so I think, uh, Carson, you were saying maybe he's going to be at Inca? Yeah, there's a possibility.
3: Um, he There's possibility he may end up at uh, Inca as some sort of a coach in some in some fashion. Uh, you know, I don't think anything's uh, pinned to paper yet, but I do know that there's some strong ties to the wrestling program over there. Um, Did you see him walking around campus? No, I haven't seen <laughs> I have not seen him walking around campus yet, but I do know that he's got some good relationships with some um, administration there um, at Inca, and I think they probably, as they should, think highly of him as a coach and, you know, as a, as a – you know, sort of an Inca guy here. You know, my question would be like, if he's interested in that, it's like, how quickly can we sign that up? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but it, just looking at his resume, I mean, it shows that's some good, uh, good winning, good football and whatnot.
0: So I did hear from a second source that the kids have heard that he's going to be there as well. So really? okay. it's a pretty strong rumor at Inca that Brett Chapel will be there as an assistant coach, maybe a coach in waiting. Um, at Inca High School. I mean that's big for Inca.
3: That I mean that yeah, absolutely. He's shown 94 and 39 um at a school with um I would say pretty similar demographics to Inca, so probably similar playing styles and stuff and he can, in, you know, incorporate some of uh his ways to Inca and which would obviously a program that we all know needs needs some structure and Yeah, maybe they could start the winning. Win and, yeah. That would be
0: awesome. It's always better for everybody when the teams in Western North Carolina are good. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what happened over there at Pisgah. Who knows? Yeah. I just
2: what had to have happened who's guy, for him Who's to, the guy that just got voted in?
0: So they just voted in um, Ricky Brindley, Ricky Brindley, who was a Smoky Mountain coach. Uh, he was there for six years, went thirty six and twenty eight. Last year he was nine and three and lost in the second round of the playoffs. And, and what was that over there? They vote on the, by the school board for every hire. So Ricky Brindley, also a Pisgah alum, played and coached there previously as an assistant coach. Yeah. The kicker
3: with them though is so Brett. Brett was basically forced out um, from Pisgah, correct? And Ricky, the first two votes was voted no. I don't. I don't know if that's also that first yep. two votes were voted no, and then the third vote. Was what was it? Five three. Five three. So it still wasn't unanimous.
2: The funny thing is, the three people that voted no, they're all Tuscola guys because it's one county. Yeah, interesting. So, okay. so, how would you like to vote for the, an opposing school's coach?
3: That would be awesome. <laughs> well, I would love wow. it because there's a couple people I would definitely vote for. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. If you're those three people on the scoreboard, I know you would want some uh, some some coaches over there at Pisgah.
0: So it's my understanding that, um, you know. Um, Coach Crompton at Tuscola picked up Jed West from Smoky Mountain. So there's some hard feelings already between uh Brindley and uh Crompton there at Tuscola Pisgah in a rivalry that really needs no additional uh wood on it.
3: Oh, that's awesome.
0: So that, that rivalry just as intense as it is and, may have stepped up a little more.
3: And Ricky was a grad, played there. Yes. So he obviously knows the rivalry, knows the knows the roots of it. I mean, really turned. I don't know what Smoky Mountain was before them, but I mean, Smoky Mountain, we, we called them sticky last year. We called them, you know, frisky. They played West Henderson, I think, one of the closest games teams around here. I yeah. Think, I think everybody, um, just from talking with other coaches in the area, I think, um, you know, Ricky and Brett are also, are both very highly respected um, coaches in this, you know, in Western North Carolina.
0: Yeah. So, uh, the the next coach, Franklin's uh, Josh Brooks, was the head coach there at Franklin for 18 years. Uh, 23 total years at Franklin as a coach, and he went 141 and 78. Haven't heard anything about him or Franklin. I don't know if you guys have. I have not.
3: I heard Brett turned down the Franklin job. Yeah. They offered him the Franklin job, which would make sense. I mean, if you were Franklin, you would definitely.
0: I would think any open job in this area would offer him. I wow. absolutely agree. So, uh, Owen, a team we've talked about. Zach Gibson, uh, he was there for two years, went 3-17. We we kind of predicted this one. We did think he may be gone here, and he may be at Tuscola now as an assistant. So he switched sides of the rivalry. Yeah, the funny thing is, especially from the Pisgah
2: side, they don't like that. So <laughs> right? even more fuel on that rivalry. Wow. But I
3: guess my question is, so Coach Gibson's an offensive guy, right?
2: Yeah, he's definitely a quarterback coach. That's what he did at Pisgah. He he. Helped our quarterback this year. So
3: he'll probably be – obviously be underneath Crompton. But it's like who who there – I'm sure he'll learn be able to learn a lot from uh, Coach Crompton. But, I mean, you have to thank Coach Crompton, offensive guy, quarterbacks, coach and whatnot. I mean, who will be calling the plays? You yeah. think Coach Crompton probably will still
0: – Maybe he's looking to get that off his plate.
3: Yeah, very, very true. So. Who knows?
0: That's interesting stuff. Oh, it is. And then uh, we talked about uh, who the new coach at Owen – Uh, Coming from RS Central, John Faircloth. He was at uh, RS Central for three years, went nine and 19. He's now taking the Owen job, that's our understanding.
2: Yeah, and I mean, he's been doing good things the last few years down there, Uh, increasing his win totals by one, it seems like, every year. Uh, So, you know, maybe some in the Valley, hopeful to see somebody that knows how to win come in.
3: Yeah, it would be awesome. I think think everybody um, around the area is definitely pulling for, you know, him to be successful and to – bring them back to um, their winning ways.
1: Well, you know, the the coaching shuffle, as interesting as it is, then you pair that with the the eight-class schedule that's coming in, what, 2025? Yep. So that ought to be rather interesting to
0: see how that parses out. Is it not coming this year? I thought it was coming this year as well. Oh, well, you all probably know better than I do, so I defer to your judgment. So it's this year, it's going to be eight classes starting the next time we play football. Okay, It is, okay. So that ought to be wild.
2: The interesting thing about these coaching shuffles, how many people, uh, much like the guy taking over for Owen, he's he's a head coach going to another head coach where like you could have just stayed down there. I don't, you know, there's obviously stuff behind the scenes you don't know, uh, or head coaches taking assistant coaching roles. Like, what's the mindset there?
0: Well, I think you know, if we're talking about uh, Brett Chapel, he's taking the assistant job. I guess hopeful that
2: his kids will rest. I mean,
3: well
0: right? Yeah, and the head coach, I can't remember his name.
3: Um, oh, Coach Sexton. Mike coach Sexton.
0: Sexton. I think the thought is he's close to retirement and uh, he, he could be the next head coach there. But that has to be, a—I would think, I, I can't speak for sure, but I would think that would be a pretty big cut pay. Right. I, I know assistant baseball Pisga coaches that can make a lot of money.
3: From head coach <laughs> to, I would say from the Pisgah head coach to really any head coaching in the area besides Reynolds, I, I would think, but you know, take private schools out of it. But I mean,
2: because we know Pisgah gives some stipends.
3: Yeah, definitely. Right. That's what and you know, Tuscola may I don't I don't know what Tuscola does. They may be able to do something else, but I know that is a higher compensation than a majority of high schools. So yes, I would I would say Pisgah's head coach makes more than the Inca head coach is what I would think. And I don't I I don't count W twos or check W twos, but I'm just going based off Did you
0: not get copies of them before we came on air? No, I I, I did
2: not receive them but you I would s- you said the Secretary at inco Forged those to you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you know that Pat's W two is so large? That they have to print it on like really wide the old printer paper it's crazy. from the days.
3: Pat just goes through and he sees how good his year is by how many commas. <laughs> how one comma, two comma, three comma. Do you remember? Year. Do you
2: remember the old printers
1: where you could hear it when it was? Ch- 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 yeah.
2: ch- ch-
3: it, yeah.
1: that's how it sounds. It's just like ch- ch- y'all are ridiculous. <laughs> My W <W-2> two comes digitally. <laughs> of course it does. But I think
3: for for I think for Brett, it's gotta be some. It's gotta be something else besides like being a head coach because it it's very clear and evident that if he wanted to be a head coach he i mean there's there's i'm sure there's still high schools not only just in western north carolina i bet there's high schools
2: trying to actively yeah but it, it might like i said we don't know no we have no idea it could be like hey i want to focus on the family for a sure more, family right? i mean we know how much i mean it could be
3: wanting to get you know get into the mac and get into the best conference you know the state has the offer
2: do you, do you predict a dethroning of the Mac with him just, there? Is that what you just said, Carson? <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I just, You guys are something else. No, I
3: think that uh, every coach would uh, say that any program that has him in it would probably get a little bit better.
0: I mean, I would agree. Safe,
3: handling... that's, a safe, that's a safe assumption.
2: One of the things I find interesting, too, especially uh, Pisgah, Owen will do the same, majority of the assistant coaches with these coaching changes stay.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. So
2: absolutely. I, I find that interesting versus you know college or professional where if if your head coach leaves in one of, in one of those programs, you know you're gone. Well, think about
3: it. It's most assistant coaches either have a they co- they teach at that school. Right. B, they're from from that community or and or want to be a part of that community. So it's one of those. It's not. You know, you're not getting. I think. Maybe Coach Radford mentioned, it, maybe you're not, but you don't get this open checkbook to go build your staff to, you know, it's not no, it's not college. So right.
2: um, but I also find funny too, you know, the, the head coaches they they capture all the accolades, good and bad, right? Mm-hmm. Many times though, the people actually doing the coaching is these assistant coaches. You know what I'm saying? They other I can, than I
0: mean, I can agree with that for sure. Like the position
2: yeah. coaches, that's who's talking to your kid 95% of the time. The head coach has very little involvement most of the time at many programs other than making decisions on the field, right? Yeah. And, yeah. of course, they, they coach up the assistant coaches. See, this is what I want to see from your group. But the actual coach in talking to the kids is from the assistants, and we never talk about them.
3: Oh, There's, there's one staff that we definitely have given a lot of praise <laughs> to, and the I think every, to the assistants. I think everybody here can um, acknowledge that we've given.
2: Well, the best coach in the, the country. I mean, right.
3: My thing is, right. when I saw that Al- when I saw Alabama was keying in on their defensive coordinator, I was like, "Is Brian Craig gonna be <laughs> at Alabama?" Uh, do,
0: do you? <laughs> uh, is Nick Saban coming to Western North Carolina to coach high school football? And there's some openings.
2: There is some openings. I would like to see what he could do in the valley. Is He gonna help out the running backs at Inca? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> hey, if
0: no. It, if he took over in the valley, they would have uh, they would right out of the gate have an increase in. Uh, Football players. Oh yeah! Everybody be like, I'm transferring to. Flux, LA. Yeah, I think. I they, think it, they'd, they'd be four A by the two years. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there would be a lot of, statewide. It would be a lot of movement to the valley. Talk yeah. about a boost in the yeah, economy. A boost yeah. in the economy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh goodness. So, how, what do you guys think? Let's talk. Uh, let's talk about the Citizen Times Western North Carolina football players of the year. Mm. The foot all Western North Carolina football team. What do you guys think about that? I think the selection was odd. It was. Let's, let's, let's first talk about who they did choose uh, that we cover. Uh, Offensive player of the year, Cutler Adams uh, from Robbinsville. Hey, no arguments here. He had a heck of a year. Absolutely. Uh, I know we don't cover uh, out west quite that much, but, you know. Uh, Zion Brown from Bavard defensive player of the year. Coach of the year was Paul Whitaker from West Henderson. I, I don't disagree with that either. Awesome job. Um, First-team offense quarterback, Jed West. Very nice selection. Jed, an outstanding quarterback. Uh, running back, Carson Demsdale from West. Um, wide receiver, Ty Johnson from Reynolds. So those are some good selections. Truett Manual also on there as a wide receiver. Um Then you get down to the offensive lineman. One we may have heard of, Brendan Pohl. Indeed. Shout out B. from Reynolds. Shout out. <laughs> How about Big B? That's oh, awesome. that was pretty awesome. How do you how do you think they choose offensive linemen? Because there's not a lot of offensive linemen stats in high school. No, there isn't. I I don't know how they choose it. I, maybe the film. I have
1: no you clue. Do you think their dad just pays them? Uh, Agony. <laughs> well, I no, I would. My
3: safe bet would be not that not that uh, he did not pay them, but I would say they probably went off the best offensive lineman on one of the better one of the best teams around. So that, that that was what my guess would be.
0: Brendan was certainly well deserved. We're Correct. not Correct. saying he was not. Yeah. He did a good job. Way to go! Fantastic, man. <laughs> Let's go. Brendan's really transformed his body in the last three years, and I mean, that's what puberty does. He's a fantastic. I think and it's a, a lot of hard lot work. A lot of hard work.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, fan, did a fantastic job over yes. there at Reynolds. They're going to miss him for sure next year. Indeed, they definitely are. Are you thinking about getting another year of eligibility? He's talked about it,
1: but um, you know they can't reclass. Do you think he could
0: get his ninth year of eligibility, like the tight oh, end at Miami? I couldn't believe that when you sent that ninth story. Ninth year? Didn't we say Carson would still be playing baseball? Car- could you still I, be playing baseball no, after nine I, years? No,
3: I could not. <laughs> you guys are something else. I
0: think Warren Wilson has a spot.
1: Yeah. How many degrees do you come out after nine years? Doctor, you doctorate. have to be. Easy.
3: So- I mean, have to be. I mean, have to have. You've got to be a professional,
2: a doctor. Yeah, you did doctorate with two overseas studies. Yeah, you probably easily
0: right. Wait, a you're, of done, you're
3: done with your residency. Like you're full on. This is like you're ready to make some money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you're getting out. Like talk nine
0: about, years. Yeah. Nine years. Can you imagine being in college for nine years? How old are you at the end of that? What is that? Are you twenty seven years old. I think he was twenty eight actually. So,
3: Okay, so yeah, maybe we could then because I'm 28. Can you imagine
0: being 28 playing against some 19 year olds?
3: No, I was 22, and I was people called me Graham. I mean, I was (laughs) you're the old guy. I was the old guy. Yeah, you're competing against 18 and 19 year olds, and 22, you're like. Wow.
1: I had such a good time in college. Yeah. And five years I finally achieved a bachelor's degree barely by the skin <laughs> of my teeth. If I had been in for nine years, I would not have survived. I would have had an entirely too good a time.
0: <laughs> wow. Can you imagine Pat having a good time? Imagine
3: no. Pat's liver. <laughs> <laughs> like, You'd I'm have gonna... to
0: wring it out for sure. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: man, was that oh. Four more years of that. There's no way. Wow.
3: Imagine. So wait. So that'd be five fifth years. You know how like your fifth oh, years. Yeah. Like yeah. your. Imagine you having five fifth years. Oh
0: boy. So
3: we got Miami in the U. Yeah. That's different
0: down there. He's been
2: several different places. Uh, you're in college so long. You have to buy multiple beds. <laughs>
1: right.
0: <laughs>
1: oh wow. And you know when you're an upperclassman in normal college situation, you're obviously starting to. You know, scout out the freshman females
0: that are coming onto campus. If you're 28 years old and you're
1: doing that, that's starting to
0: get into the creepy range, you know? So he's been an upperclassman for uh, seven years. Is that right? I would
3: like to hear more of Pat's elaboration. I would like to see what. You know, Pat, describe scouting out the the young female. How how did you go about it?
1: I was not good at it at (laughs) all, Carson. I was a complete failure at that at at that effort.
0: You know, Pat, Mary had to tackle Pat into a ditch for him to go out with that's true. That's a true story. Yeah. yeah. I didn't make that one up, believe it or not. I love true love exists. But when she tackled him, Hundred dollar bills fell out of his pockets. <laughs> that is not true. They were in all. England. It's like when you hit Mario. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mario Kart. Yes. When you get with a shell oh and money God. flies, that's yes. what that looked like. Now that's gonna catch money on. Money money talks. That's uh, gonna be great. Can't wait to hear that in the community. That's gonna be fun. <laughs> we're way off track. Dun, dun, let's dun, 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 let's dun, dun, talk about dun, dun, the first. Dun, dun, dun. Let's talk about the first team defense. So uh, Nathan Magmahan from Ashville School on the D line. Tyler Nash from West Henderson on the D-line. Caden Jones from Christ School at linebacker. Let's see. Cohen Bohannon from Robertson at linebacker. Eben Mann from West Henderson at linebacker. Leo Maupin from Brevard at DB. Let's see. Diego Castro at DB from West Henderson. So that's your first team offense and defense. So special teams... Reynolds punter got on there. Yeah, well, he he earned it. Say he, his name. Uh, that's Rossi
1: San Santiel. I'm going to butcher. It. I don't. I can't. I'd you say said it on the podcast. On,
0: on the on the play by
1: play. I did, but then so much time has gone by, and the cheese you all know has fallen off my cracker more than once. So I yeah, I'm not even. Gonna, I'm sorry, Rossi. I, I don't want to butcher. His Golly, name. but he he you know I mean, he was an instrumental clearly in. In, in holding Kings Mountain back in that yeah. in that oh, second yeah. round game. He flipped <laughs> you know, the field every time. Every time he kicked it. So you know, the well deserved.
0: So second team offense, Hayden Craig was the quarterback. Um Jeremiah Dodd from ACA wide receiver. Let's see. ACA also wide receiver, Samarian James. You remember that the quarterback threw for like nine hundred yards a game early on. Yep. Hazon Toeb from Ashville School wide receiver. Reed Casey from Ashville School offensive lineman. Uh, Brody Hansen from Pisgah and Charlie Decker from West Henderson. That's your second team offense from the guys we cover on defense. Adam Comiskey from Ashville school, Judson Weaver from Bavard, um, Jordan Anchcombe from Christ school at linebacker, Justin Rowe from Asheville school, Khalil Conley from Christ school. Those are the guys we cover on the second team. The second team, uh, punter Walter Fox from Pisgah and, uh, That's your second team. Third team offense, uh, Tyvon Patterson made the call, running back. Fill in there for uh, Max Guest, who got hurt early on. Ben Austin from Owen, at wide receiver. Uh, Eddie Petrick from Asheville High. Sam Browder from Christ School, offensive lineman. Uh, Defense, Cam Smith from Reynolds on the the defensive line. And Zion Akeem, the freshman uh, at D.B., so, uh, that, that's, that's the guys we cover. Hey, congratulations to everyone. Congratulations yeah, to all those guys. good stuff. Uh, do you guys know who the uh, Mac Defensive Player of the Year was? Who P- was it? Played for A.C. Reynolds. What, what was his name?
1: Brandon Gast. Oh, he
0: wasn't uh, on there. Hang on, let me check again. Let me check again. No, there's, there's – uh, let's see. And didn't, did...
2: and didn't he get invited to some postseason game? Yeah, he was a Shrine,
0: ball, oh, the shrine
2: play, Bowl. Oh, Shrine Bowl, and oh wow, he didn't make the team. It's one of so the Three
3: <laughs> The only logical explanation is that there was a line missing on this sheet of paper. There's, there's just there. The, that is.
0: So they're saying he was the thirteenth best at, at at best, the thirteenth best linebacker in Western North Carolina. Because there's twelve on here.
2: Is he a heavy alcoholic? This person, <laughs>
0: the guy who uh, <laughs> they just they
2: They
3: definitely they. I don't, There's. No explanation for that except for that when they were looking at the stats of linebackers, they probably pulled up stats, WNC linebackers. They didn't even look to notice if Reynolds' stats was in that pile. And they went through and just clicked the top 12 stats of linebackers, which his clearly clearly would have been in if his stats would have been. I'm not saying that... I mean, this is just... I don't know. but guys, what do we expect? Did we expect anything? But I mean, as we we've said all year. All year long. I mean, this is we we might not have got all our picks right, but we have said that the coverage for a high school Football, high school athletics is subpar. I mean, it just, I wish people could have you know back you know they they act like I'm you know I'm still just a young chicken, but back ten years ago when Andrew Pearson uh, was running fantastic, this, I mean, fantastic. Talk about. Um, just, I mean, he. I was on the phone with him as a high school athlete doing interviews, and just talk about prepare. I mean, it's like there's not.
0: He knew his stuff. He for knew sure.
3: his stuff, and I'm not gonna not gonna sit here and throw an advertisement out. But he also is director of social media at a private school in Western North Carolina right now. The be Christ School. It would be Christ School. Um, but that's where that's where the best of the best went, and that it's unfortunate for all the public schools around here because he really, really did, and there's no one else has. Um, no one else has. Shown quite the uh, initiative or the solid product that he was able to give
1: until behind the beard WNC. That's right.
0: Yes, that's right. I or mean, was
3: that one school up in the mountains that, that gave us a shout out on Facebook?
0: Mitchell. It was Mitchell. Yeah. Mitchell. Yes. Yes. Mitchell. Yes. Yes. That crazy. crazy. podcast. <laughs> their content's so crazy. Their we won't mention crazy. their name. <laughs> we'll, we'll mention it for you. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Thank you. Free wow. ads. We love. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's a travesty that left him off, and I have no idea why. But, I mean, you're right. It's been terrible all year, so why should we expect anything different? Indeed, mm-hmm. indeed. There's no all I know
1: the HSOT all state teams came out, but the sports writers said that is, that hasn't come out yet,
0: has it? The sports writers. I thought there
1: was like a sports writers list that came out in addition to the HSOT all well, state teams.
0: Well, just the I mean the local citizen times. I that's all I know of. Oh right. maybe there's another one I yeah, don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not familiar maybe with Maybe it's one. one
2: only members of the G twenty get. Yeah. Could be. Forbes thirty, under
3: thirty, yeah. I'm not on that list. Pat That was. Pat's kids are. Yeah.
1: Agony.
0: So you guys may not know this, but there's a there's a sport going on right now. There is. In that? They have a round ball and they bounce it. Sucker. Preseason season baseball. <laughs> Basketball. Oh yeah. Pat calling the uh the games for Reynolds. Uh, yeah girls and boys. Uh, how's that going over there?
1: I tell you, the girls team is the real deal. They've only had one loss this season to Lake Norman, and I've seen them play now twice, December 12th and this past Friday, and I missed a few games because of a business trip. But um, they really look good on the court, um, very talented, very organized. And what's been a neat surprise, obviously they have their their core group of girls that have you know been there and gone up through the program you guys were calling games when they were on the floor like Peyton Harvey and uh, Jen, Julie Janice. Yeah. and uh, obviously they're they're the rock of that of that team but then you've got a couple of uh, freshmen that have come off the bench to really contribute with that school with that with that program as well Tate Harvey's one of them no relation to Peyton I found out but um they're really clicking on all cylinders over there I, th- I think they've got a shot to go pretty good deep Run in the playoffs. The last time I looked, I think they were
0: seventh mm-hmm. in the state. Wow, Has I wouldn't that be surprised. Changed? Is it did, no one knows if it's changed? So, according to the high school overtime, they're currently eighth. Eighth, okay. Um, interesting fact I worked with Tate Harvey's grandmother at uh, Isga, where I work now. She had oh, my wow. job
1: before I did. Well, Tate, I mean, she's does does a great job. I
3: mean, that's Wanda's granddaughter. That's Wanda's granddaughter. Awesome, awesome.
0: So, um and I've
3: heard just from not – I haven't been to um, a Reynolds basketball game yet, but um, from he, talking with people around and people that's watched them play, just well-oiled machine. Oh, I mean, yeah. just people that thought, you know, you know, there's a couple good young girls at North Buncombe, North Buncombe girls. Um, they've got them playing hard. They were, I think, 8-1 and one off to a start. And, you know, they were like, oh, this is going to be a good test. I think it was over like halfway through the first quarter. It's like you could just tell it was a different level of – Different level of basketball.
0: I'll be honest with you. I want to give Amanda Whitaker a big shout out. Yeah, because yeah absolutely. When we got there, um, the year prior to doing the uh, live stream, what I, I think they only won two or three games. It was like nineteen. They did not. Yeah, they did not even have a JV team because they didn't have enough girls to even want to play basketball. Right. The year we started doing the live stream, 2020. Yep. They were picked to finish last. And do I, did they finish first that year or second? It was—I uh, was, don't know that it was first, but it, it was, was like way better than where yeah, they it were was supposed like to be. Second or third—that's
2: awesome. I think they lost the North, right?
0: North. I Buncombe. think so. And then now, I mean, they're the—they're the power in Western North Carolina. So she's really turned that program around. Um, they did. You're right, Lewis. It was yeah. that girl that went on to play pitcher at yeah. Tennessee that
1: dominated. That'd be North, North Buncombe. Buncombe. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's the
0: say, team that Carlin beat them. Pickens.
1: Carlin Pickens. That's Pickens. it. Pickens. Yep. So yeah.
3: It just came out. Fun fact about her. She was uh top one hundred division one softball players came out and she was ranked like no, thirty. No surprise there. Yeah. No. No. And amazing. she played
2: equally as good in basketball. And ball. Yeah, you know what's funny?
3: Yeah. They said that she could have went SEC in all three sports, yes. which is wild. That she had a against Inca, and this is the Inca girls where they had a girl, uh Coach Carver's daughter, went and played high-level basketball. I think she's starting some, you know, she's doing really, really well at App State. Um and carlin against them she had a 20 20 20 she had 20 (laughs) points, 20 rebounds and this is the craziest stat and i wouldn't believe it if i wouldn't have heard from the inca coach's mouth she had 20 blocks and they said that if you got inside the three-point line she blocked it i was like that's the craziest like i wish i could have seen that with my own eyes
0: howard how is reynolds i'm just curious you know they lost two of their best players and uh yeah, Landon Stewart, and, Landon, Jenna Stewart and Jenna Barnes. How did how are they replacing that offense? So they got and Ad, defense. Addie
1: Long has developed and turned into a very solid player underneath, and they've just gotten great contribute. You know, they have great ball movement, and they just d- great distribution. And like I think Lewis just said
0: it, a well oiled machine. I mean, they're clicking. We met Addie Long a couple weeks ago. Seems like a nice young lady. Oh yeah. Nice well, it's
3: just, and let's be honest, if you have a group of girls that can all dribble and pass, it's like, I'm not not discrediting anything, but it's like they do the little things right. And the little things they do very, very well, plus they're obviously talented. It's like they're, you know, that's a that's the recipe for you to dominate and also to make a deep run. Because I think Coach Whitaker, you know, she, she mentioned before the season, but I, I don't think her sights have changed that she's wanting to make a deep run in the playoffs.
0: And if you – there's a wide gap. You know, we talk about the wide gap in, in football. Yep. There's a huge gap in girls basketball. Yes, Reynolds has had a ton of seventy to 30, 70 to twenty type games. So uh, she played a tough schedule early, and you know losing to Lake Norman. Lake Norman's also twelve and one, just like Reynolds. So no shame. That's a good loss if you if you're going to count good losses. So yeah, definitely. I expect them to make a long run. What about the boys over there, Pat? What are they doing? Yeah, you know, The boys obviously have incredible
1: talent coming back. Um, they have Grant Clayton inside. They have uh, Ty Johnson, who came over from Irwin. Um, uh, Kalen Gilliland. Uh, obviously, Declan Brown. You all have seen him make that shot a thousand times in the corner. Um, so they've obviously got quite a bit of talent over there. Um, I don't know that they they're exactly where they want to be yet. I, I've just not talked to Coach Stevens at all about it, but I know they. Um, while I was gone on that business trip, they lost to North Buncombe, and North Buncombe had a pretty good has a good pretty good player over there, is what I've heard.
0: What's his name, Carson Trent Clark? He'll yeah, probably he'll be player of the year this year.
1: Yeah, he, so he was very good. And then West Henderson came to Reynolds, and from what I heard from that game, it was like West Henderson brought their football team and put it out there on the court and it was it was a little i may be too physical i guess well they, they do have a lot of football players on that team so yeah that's that's probably and they, I, I don't you know i think they were hoping to get wins over both of those both of those programs but. i
3: think they would have definitely expect i know just from the north buncombe i don't think north buncombe was going into that game necessarily thinking they were going to get blown out but i i can certainly Can certainly say they were very pleased to come out of there with a victory. I mean, it was, and then it just—it's funny how high school sports. The next game, I think they get blown out by Robertson, who got blown out by. I mean, it's just you guys know how it works. It's just—it's funny. High school sports. Last
0: I looked at Reynolds, they were about seven and seven or somewhere around there. So yeah, they they did that—that real brutal
1: run in the beginning, like you know Coach Laws does with the football team. Hey, it's not over. They still got Myers Park. Oh yeah, they do on a Saturday.
3: So they lost to uh, they lost North Buncombe 78 to 71 and then they go and play Inca. Inca was their next game, not Robertson, sorry. The Inca's next game. They beat Inca 80 to 51. And then uh it wasn't last night tonight before I went to the Inca North Buncombe game and that was an 88 to 89 game. Wow. And so it's just like it's it's high school sports, but um, I think North Buncombe definitely overperformed, but Trent is a uh, sophomore North Buncombe averaging 29 a game right now. So Um, he's an issue and I can tell you I saw him play and he uh, if I was his coach he would average 60 because there's four kids on the court that don't need to shoot the ball and he's he's the only one that needs to shoot the ball. From what I
1: heard from that game he was like lighting it up from like the volleyball line out by half court. Do you
3: remember Chad Clark his older brother? He played at North Buncombe. Buncombe. He was 20 some points a game and um, you know Trent obviously this is one of those stories where you play against your brother growing up and you kind of you know get a little grit and a little toughness about you. Um, from what I'd heard, was his shot wasn't obviously Chad being a senior, you know, averaging twenty something game. I think he went to Southern Wesleyan um, Division two to go play basketball um, for a five ten you know white guard. That's not bad. Five um, eleven, whatever he is. I didn't get a you know um, tape measure, but Trent is just far more athletic than his older brother, um, and so he had has always been able to run around people. Jump over people, whatever. But I think this year is the first year that the shot has started to click, which is I think contributes to all the probably the off season work that he's done. Um, but I know that um, he has a, he's got. It's fun watching him play. Um, I, do they come to Reynolds and play? Yeah, North Buckham, yeah, they're coming okay. coming to um, rounds. That'll be fun. It'll just just watch him. It's just, and it's still he's still young. It was like one of those where, you know, a couple screens try to get him the ball, and then like you'd get him the ball on a matchup where it was like I'm sitting there with um, you know, sitting there with a group of people, and they're like, is that a freshman guarding them? Where it wasn't a freshman at in Inca, but it looked like a freshman. And we were all just like, Trent, just take the ball to the hoop, and he would like, you know, pass it up. It's like, I mean, there's still little things that I'm sure that he he will learn and grow. They lost by one. Ten seconds left, he didn't take the last shot. And it's just like what? that just can't happen. I mean, just if there's any, if there's anybody that's gonna take the last shot, it's gonna be him. So um, I'm gonna blame that on the coach though. Right. Uh just to be honest, there was a timeout 15 seconds before. You got I mean, make it clear. It's like he brought the ball up. It's like Trent, we're gonna win or lose, you're gonna take the shot, or you're gonna get fouled or something, but the shot's gonna come out of your hand. Um, he he passed it up and they they missed the layup. And it's like ooh. So Oof. That's, that's tough. But it was fun to get in the gym and watch. I mean, those high school games that are you know fast paced. Yeah, it's it's, it really is exciting. It's not you know these and these two teams do not play above the rim or anything. It's not you know it's not what Christ School caliber players. It's not what um, it's not some of the big time athletes that you know Reynolds has had in the past. But it's just it was just two teams playing hard and uh, and like I said, not much defense. It was eighty eight
1: to eighty nine. <laughs> Speaking of the Christ School, obviously one of the best teams in the state. I did, am I wrong? Didn't they tangle with another top team or something while we were –
0: Myers Park. Yeah they, oh, yeah. yeah,
1: they tangle with Myers Park. Yeah,
0: they played Myers Park. Uh, Christ School ultimately lost in overtime, uh, I think by four. Yeah. It was a heck of a game. Christ School led early and Myers Park came back. Um, it was in one of those uh, Christmas tournaments. I think it was the John Wall. So,
3: Both five starters for both teams projected to be Division One basketball players.
1: That's crazy.
0: Lewis, wow. Lewis and I uh, and Chris went to see Christ School play and – we we picked the wrong night. They played a J, it looked like a JV team, but right. I mean, it was it, a
2: cool environment.
0: It is. It's an. It, it was the, uh, the silent, silent Night, night game. game. So just to see the student interaction. I mean, you got ninety percent of the students there behind the bench going nuts. So. <laughs> it, it was fun. It was fun. Quite honestly, I want to go see the uh, the Asheville school game, which is coming up, I believe, next week or the week after. That ought to be a lot of fun. Beat
3: the brakes off of them a couple nights ago.
0: Yeah. At Asheville School, yes. Well,
3: Asheville School brings in a coach, pays them a lot of money to get the. Uh, <laughs> it was a close that's first half.
0: It's a remember Coach Walker saying the first half is always tough. Right. Well, that's right. what it was for basketball. Yeah. The first half was real close, and then I think Christ will end up winning by twenty. But yeah, they have some fantastic players, Mikey Wilkins. He already has some big time offers. He's going to end up at a a power five school, and then uh,
3: is he the one? uh, Is he the big guy? Yeah. With uh, Virginia Tech just got in there. Yeah, some big ACC schools are.
0: So he'll he'll probably end up in the ACC. I think he can probably go about anywhere he wants. Uh, And then there's four you know four other starters there that are fantastic. Plus TJ Hamilton coming off the bench, the wide receiver who caught the pass, caught some pretty terrific passes. Um, So. We yeah, were laughing. They're, they're fun to watch. We were laughing. Uh, Real fun to watch.
3: Todd was at the game with me, and we were sitting there watching. we were like, and we wondered. People wondered why Rakesh left. It's like we're just thinking of what Rakesh could have done against the two teams that we watched. It's like he could have scored every time he touched the ball. And I know that he probably could have went to a high level school from Reynolds. I definitely see that. But just the going and playing at North Buncombe is not the same as. Right, going and playing against Myers Park or Iron sharpens iron. Yeah, so you really, you're, it really does. You really
0: want to you play some top talent. So uh, we talked about it earlier. So the the high school overtime statewide top ten uh, in in men's basketball Myers Park number one. The only other West North Carolina team in the top ten, Christ School at five. Uh, for the women, uh, number one is Grace Christian, and number eight the only West North Carolina team, AC Reynolds. So the only only uh, showing for the mountains, those two teams. If you look at the 828, so that's the you know, in the area code of 828, how it ranks out. Boys basketball, Christ schools one, Hickory two, McDowell at three. Have you guys played McDowell yet? We have not, but they've got a really good big man on that team is my understanding. Wow. So then Patton at four, Hendersonville at five, West Henderson at six. East Henderson at seven. What about the battle for the county down there? Bandy's at eight. Newton Conover at nine. And Franklin at ten. So,
3: Do you guys think a lot of the football players at Hickory are also?
0: I would think yes. I mean, yes. there's a, a safe, few of them that play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah.
3: sure there is. I mean, that was a kind of a rhetorical question, but it's just, you know, I bet they've got some good athletes. Oh, yeah. As fast as they were on the football field. That's what, yeah. Uh,
0: and, no. and they, they reloaded. They added a, a, a big-time running back from another school, uh, and they got a lot of those – Hickory, and they got Did a lot of those see, guys uh, coming back.
3: You might have mentioned yeah. it, but their coach got Coach of the Year. Coach of the Year
0: yeah. for uh, the state of North Carolina. Which yeah. I th- well-deserved. Well-deserved. I think we all could. Hickory never been that far in the playoffs. Was and... it
3: 1990, their last
0: – Do yes. we remember when their state like, – 1990.
3: The last state championship. So, yeah.
0: So if you want to talk about girls, 8 East Burke, number one at 13-0. and Reynolds, 2 Watauga, three, Alexander Central four, Mount Heritage five. They're always good at girls basketball. Cherokee six, High Brighton seven, East Rutherton eight, McDowell again, nine. They're twelve and two girls basketball. Uh Rosman at ten. Rosman. Rosman, twelve and three. You don't you don't hear much about Rosman. No, no. that's, that's a, not that's that's a, a shocker.
3: Sh- that can't be the same Rosman that like we were talking about this fall, right?
0: The orange team, yeah. <laughs> that Tigers. Their fo- that their football field folds in on them about <laughs> Every other uh, year. Maybe a lot of the girls don't quit school out there. Do we know
3: um, East – does Reynolds have Alexander – the girls, do they have Alexander Central, Watauga, or East Burke on their schedule? Do we know? Couldn't tell totally you. I'd have to look it up I don't too. think they
0: do. They're done with non-conference. Okay. okay. Other than Myers Park, uh, all they have are conference games left. Okay. So they will have to play McDowell. So that will be a good game.
3: Do we – have they had a close – they have not had a close conference game yet, have they?
0: No, no, okay. We don't foresee only, that. Yeah, no. Okay. No, they had the, they were in a tournament, had some close games, um, and then of course Lake Norman, real close. Uh, they ended up losing, but yeah, around here, it's like seventy to thirty kind of scores. Um, listener just asked me if us four played, would
1: we be able to compete with them? No, no. <laughs> No. Okay.
0: Only Pat, if we could tackle this. Pat and I would pass out after two trips up and down the <laughs> yeah, floor. All right. yeah.
1: I wouldn't leave one side of the floor. I would just oh, carry No, out. I was thinking,
0: okay, Shaq. Yeah. I was thinking a half court setting, but,
1: but no. No. Absolutely. I just wanted to chuckle out of you guys. Uh, that's that funny that would be a clinic. Yeah. Yeah. Complete uh,
0: clinic. Wow. So, what else you guys got for basketball? Anybody know anything else about basketball?
1: College ranks. I'm a big fan of the Kentucky Wildcats, and they're doing well. Other really? And they're lost to Wilmington and. So and has Kansas K- and-
0: Kentucky played any games where the coach was ejected in the first half. There were um seven seven technicals issued. What else happened? Two two I'm, players ejected. A yeah. double bird. The double bird to the official behind his back caught on live TV. Anything like that? Is that an NC state I, game? I don't, I don't recall any that of that.
3: That sounds like those classy people mm, from Raleigh. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that was the sure. stay
0: game against Wake Forest. It was a wild game. I'd like wow. to be
2: down there. I mean, that sounds like there was a fired-up crowd.
0: Oh, and I forgot I forgot one of the players uh, left the game to throw up, and they caught it on camera. He's throwing up in the trash can. Well, nice. What, what
2: was the saying from Mike? Mm. That's the worst call ever. So remember, he oh, shut yeah. the board off. Yeah. <laughs> if Mike was at that game, you would have heard him. <laughs> the,
0: the officiating was horrible, and the announcing was horrible as well. But, oh.
2: The
3: announcers had to be Wake rides.
0: I mean, Dan Bonner, he's from Virginia. He's off. Okay. He's he knows off. him by name. <laughs> yeah, I know him by yeah. name. He's
3: writing in mail. No, for sure. It was like, yeah, Dan Bonner, yeah, screw that guy. So it was, <laughs> yeah. it, was Wes,
0: it was Wes Durham on the play-by-play. Wes's father, you should know this, Carson, Woody Durham was the play-by-play for Carolina for like 112 years. No, I did not. They sound just alike. Now, Wes I enjoyed listening to. He's great. But Dan Bonner, he, really? he's like, that's a good no-call as the guy – hammers and anyway that doesn't matter but he was hammered
3: (laughs) i'm going to get absolutely hammered (laughs) oh i'm glad we didn't lose
2: that button
0: Uh.
2: (laughs) so i did recently go down and watch carolina play at clemson
0: nice very good facility if you've never been down there oh yeah you went to little john little john oh
3: yeah that's a great place to watch
0: i think chris did the other he went to see syracuse at carolina you know, and Syracuse got blown out. I think that's they beat a down. Yeah. 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 It was a beat down. Wow. So, anyway, well, that's, uh, we don't know a lot about basketball. I mean, but it's fun. It, I, I enjoy watching it. We ball, enjoy man. calling it. Yeah. yeah. It's good that times. Was, that was yeah. good times. Calling basketball on the live stream. Nothing better. As long as you don't start talking about drug dealers. Yeah. Yeah. that'll get you in trouble. You gotta
3: watch a little bit of basketball because football's not 12 months out of the year. Although the United
1: League, they're gonna start up on my birthday. Oh, they're Spring. Okay. Spring ball? Can you bet on it? I guess. I guess. Um,
0: Sure you can. I'm sure you can. You so can have bet on, an on anything. Anyway. So I know they legalized it. Have they rolled out gambling yet?
3: Uh, no, it'll probably be Juneish. Well, well, it is legal, but we're waiting it is for them legal. Set but up the they're going to they're going to set up the companies yep. and whatnot. So can we, we set we're up a company
0: June. where we run a book on the high school games? Um, I have <laughs> wow. been approached
3: by few listeners on if we were uh, taking any wagers on it, and I said. Um, not at this time. Not officially. Winky Winky.
0: Yeah, we need to uh, set so, something up off no, air I'll, on that. I will certainly be a book.
3: And there will be corruption before the end of the season, and that's fine. And he's, I, these I assistant high school coaches imagine there's a there being a 42 point spread. And it's like you see this defensive backs coach, it's like, hey, listen, you're gonna you're gonna let this guy go by you. He's gonna pass the ball and you're not gonna tackle oh. him. For all
2: requests for that, Mike Anderson at gmail. We're
3: gonna get reported so fast. Oh, man.
0: Oh, so. gosh. Guys, it was good getting back together with you. It, it was. was.
3: I enjoyed it. I have hey,
0: a question. Do you question. have a fun question
1: for I him? do, I do, since it's been so long and we had such a nice break. It was an opportunity for all of us to relax and connect with family and read some good books. Made me think... Um, I, Wait, you think,
0: uh, you think Lewis can read? I'm sure he can. He's I'm, an engineer. I, I'm actually yeah. reading one of Pat's books right now. He's got yeah. a master's. Indeed. Wait, Pat wrote a book? No. Uh, no, it's just one that he owns. He let me borrow. Yeah. Did money fall out when you opened it? Yeah, there was three cubby holes. Cut, it's cut a out book in the about playing poker, it so is. yeah, you might. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Pat. Go ahead. So, I'm
1: curious, gentlemen, of the books that you've read in your life. What has been one of the more fascinating reads that you've had? Go ahead, Lewis.
2: I'm trying to remember. Oh yeah, I think the best book I've ever read is Atlas Shrugged.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Atlas Shrugged. Yeah. yeah. Anne Ryan. Good That's book. Such
2: a good book. And if you ever watch any of her interviews concerning that and what she thinks about politics, a- every liberal should read that book. Indeed. I, I love the book.
1: Indeed.
3: Uh, mine's going to be, you guys know Matthew McConaughey? Uh,
1: yeah, I've heard he of him.
3: He came out with a book called Green Lights, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's just, you know, stories of him growing up and some life lessons he learned and whatnot. He's a fascinating. Um, he's got a fascinating story for sure. So I enjoyed that one.
0: So for me, Mike just had to look up a book. <laughs> I had to look up the name because I couldn't remember it. <laughs> Where the Wild Things Are. Yeah. So I'm a. Uh, Old Yeller. I'm a true story guy, right? I love documentaries, sports documentaries, 3030, 30, all that stuff. My favorite book, I read this, uh, I actually read it, I believe I was still in high school. John Wooden. It was by Jim Valvano. They gave me a lifetime contract and then declared me dead. And if you if you know who Jim Valvano is, no, he's, yeah. he's a character. I was a coach at NC State, and uh, Legend. There, there were some crazy things that happened while he was there. You know, players selling shoes and coaches eating you know five thousand dollar lobster dinners, and uh, it was pretty wild. Uh, but all that it was a different time back then. But um, I enjoyed that book back in the day. I've read. That and the uh, one second after books, I love those as well. Oh yeah,
2: that's a great series.
0: It helps that you can kind of see what they're talking about because you know I know where every spot in the book's at because it's written about here. Yeah, right. Right.
1: So that's my Pat. I got uh, I read this one a few years ago, but I've I've re-listened to some of it on the books on tape. But it's Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers. Have you all ever heard of that one? Mm -hmm. So it's about basically behavioral economics. It's 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 fascinating. One of the things he talks about in the beginning is why certain talent rises to the top and becomes professional athletes. And he's talking about hockey in the story and uh, he's, they stumbled across, I, I can't remember. It wasn't him, but I think it might've been his wife was looking in the program of, you know, the superstars of the Canadian hockey league up there and all the birthdays all landed, you know, not all of them, but the vast majority of them landed January, February, March across the whole league and in history. And so he had to go as an economist, he had to go figure out what that was. And it was phenomenal because it boiled down to when they got started in youth league at the very beginning, like whatever their AAU version of hockey was. If your birth date fell on that day right after the cutoff, you were advantaged. compounded every year because you got more playing time. You obviously develop more physically than somebody who was born right before that cutoff date, you know, a few days before. That is interesting. And he brought out all the math. There was that one and then why the Beatles were so good at what they did. And he had all that. It's it's a fascinating read. Highly recommend it. Malcolm Gladwell, Outliers. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, that does it for this one. We got to figure out when we come back and have something to talk about. Right, gentlemen?
0: I think a couple of weeks a couple we could weeks. probably come yeah. up with something. All right, yeah. So, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for thanks for coming over and recording with us, guys. I love you guys.